0: Welcome to But Jesus Drank Wine and other stories that kept us stuck. I'm Mead. And I'm Christy. In this podcast, we'll explore the
1: stories that kept us, well, stuck, wanting to drink and not wanting to drink all at the same time.
0: Join us as we show you that freedom from alcohol does not have to mean a life sentence of misery and missing out,
1: but actually means living an authentic life full of peace, joy, and purpose.
0: How are you today? Hello. So good. What about you? All good. All good. All good. This is one of my favorite topics.
1: This is gonna be so fun. I, I feel like we say that every single time. and yet... <laughs> We definitely <totally> do. <laughs> <laughs> and it never ceases to amaze me how much fun we do have, especially with these spicy topics. Like this is spicy, y'all.
0: I love it. This is spicy, guys. Today we're gonna be talking about Mommy wine culture or if you're a UK follower over here with me in the UK, mummy wine culture. Which yeah. I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna say I like the, the way the British say it better. Mummy wine really? culture. I do, I don't know. <laughs> which is definitely one of the reasons that I got stuck. How about you? Oh
1: my gosh. Well, I mean I had no idea that I was stuck in I didn't even know like I wouldn't have identified as someone who was part of that mo- mommy wine culture until after I found freedom from alcohol. And I realized kind of what had happened because it, it kind of feels like, I mean, just with the way big alcohol you know sells to us and it all happens so kind of like unconsciously, it, it feels like this giant like wake up like, oh my gosh, I was part of that. In fact, I was probably,
0: you know, president of the the fan club for a long time. You and me both. (laughs) You and me both. Oh, my gosh. Let's tell the listeners, maybe if you're new to the sober, curious, alcohol-free movement situation, maybe you don't know what this is. So we're going to try to explain it for you. And Mead has props. So if you want to see them, make sure you watch this episode on our YouTube channel or on our website. But... I have been
1: waiting so <laughs> long to be able to. So right before we hit record, I was I was showing Christy all of my props, and she's like, "Why do you still have that stuff?" I'm like, "I took all, I collected all this stuff from my house, and I tucked it away and like in a top shelf in my office because so I was like, for this three, moment, <laughs> there is going to be some opportunity where I'm going to get to show like and all of this paraphernalia that I had, and this is that moment. So yeah, yeah."
0: So mommy wine culture is the messaging which... It's so funny, right? Because it obviously originated from big alcohol, but then we as moms, obviously, and this is the saddest part about it, I think, well, there's lots of sad parts about it, but that we perpetuate on ourselves. But it's the messaging that we as mothers need wine in order to parent. It looks like a lot of things like meads props, but you know, the baby onesies that say my mommy drinks because I cry or... You know, I wine, W-H-I-N-E, and my mommy wines, W-I-N-E. And Mead is currently holding up a little napkin that says wine because kids. Yeah, yeah. And all of this messaging. Wait, just let's go through your props. This is a good time. Let's go. You want to?
1: Okay. I was going to say we can. Yeah. I was going to weave them
0: in. (laughs) No, let's just, let's just show them all right now. Let's just go for it. Rosé all day. Okay. So, so funny. Rosé all day. We both have this, (laughs) this tea towel towel. in in the UK from Anthropology, one of our favorite stores, but yeah, Rosé all day. I thought this was so pretty and I had it
1: displayed loudly and proudly champagne the most elegant way to get hammered Mm -hmm. yeah cocktail napkin there this was a a bottle straw I'm like I don't even know what this I don't even know where this came from momming is freaking hard you are doing great here's your prize oh it's a straw for the bottle of wine that is so sad to me but I will say that like there was a point in time where this was hilarious to me and I think that being the the connector and why mommy wine culture caught on like it did is it was using humor as a as a means for alleviating the feelings of being overwe overworked and fatigued as a mom who was trying to do all the things and and I wonder too if it's something that like you know, when women started, you know, going to, I mean, years and years ago when working moms were more common and how maybe our expectations of working moms and them being able to do all the things, how that plays into it, I'm sure it plays a big part in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, (laughs) <laughs> like i i'm going to say it's so true and so good because that's all i say <laughs> over and over again it's so true it's so good but yeah i mean the first time okay so the first time that i got really angry about this and i can't remember if we talked about this on the pod but was the december after i stopped drinking and i was sitting visiting my in-laws in florida and this Tropicana orange juice advert came up with Molly Sims. It was actually on Molly Sims's page and it was her hiding in her bathroom with a bottle of champagne and a bottle of Tropicana orange juice making a mimosa. And the campaign slogan was hashtag take like a me moment. And it was all about like this play on words with the mimosa and the me time. Right. So hiding from your children and and granted like let's 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 put this in context we're still in the middle of the pandemic at this point right so it was about hiding from your children in order to drink champagne in the bathroom um, Gabrielle Union also was in on this campaign as well as like Jeff Connelly that funny actor guy I don't remember his name anyways there was three celebrities and they were all pushing it on their socials and all over the place And the thing is, it's like exactly like what you just said. In the olden days, I would have been like, this is so funny. And this is probably what Tropicana thought was going to happen and shared it with all of the friends and just thought this is the most clever thing ever. But, you know, and this is, you know, a testament to the change in culture, right? There were so many people that were so horrified by this advert and the fact that these moms were hiding from their kids to drink and that's how they were taking care of themselves, that they pulled the ad but I mean that was a, you know a small a small isolated victory for us but I just remember thinking this is shocking you saw it right
1: I well I know what you're talking about I don't know that I saw it directly but they big because these things come in front of us as you know like awareness is is out there and And the outrage from being kind of in this space. And, you know, I remember while like, so spring of 2020, well, I guess it was probably fall of 2020 when it was, you know, kids are going to be homeschooled. We can't go to school. So right in the middle of all, you know, the pandemic stuff and the, I think this probably made the rounds too, but it was the grocery store that's like, here are the back to school you know, items, and the wine is right next to that as a display, and I mean, that absolutely would have been so funny to me, you know, years ago, and it just absolutely broke my heart, because here, we're just perpetuating this myth, this lie that momming is hard, and so therefore, you need to, like, you know, unwind with wine, right? Like, you need a reward to survive it and and that is again like obviously the the plan of big big alcohol they make a lot of money off of that kind of targeting but but it's heartbreaking to think about the message that that sends to to children not just the the fact that it's you know everywhere now like everywhere but yeah it's crazy
0: yeah and i think it's it's so Difficult and sad because we do, we perpetuate the message and push it on each other. We, we're like doing big alcohol's job for them by resharing these things or making a comment or laughing and, and, and like we, we both have said, like we used to think this was funny, but it is really scary and dangerous because people, you know, there are so many people that do have a really serious, serious problem with alcohol, right? Like we're talking from the gray area drinking kind of side of things, but there are like, you know, this is a drug that kills, I mean, sorry to be like Debbie Downer, but like 3 million people a year, it's the third leading cause of preventable death in the United States. It's a highly addictive class one carcinogen. And yet we're putting it on tea towels and baby onesies and calling it a joke, right? It's just bananas,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I like, I think about like, this is, this is my, one of my wine glasses that I had says cheaper than therapy. That's one of the ones that, you know, I used to drink out of and, you know, 90% of people who drink now fall on what we call like the alcohol use disorder kind of like spectrum. And there's that 10% who actually fall into that like physically dependent kind of category. I think one of the myths that or one of the lies that I believed back when I was stuck in the drinking cycle it was that you know it was like you were either a you were either a fine drinker you know fine drinker or a problem drinker like there wasn't this in between and so as long as I wasn't someone you know I I, I had maybe empathy for someone who fell into that category and and I could kind of maybe see where these were, were having fun with cheaper than therapy, ha ha ha! Like we're having fun with that, and how that could be, you know, really dangerous for someone who falls into that other category. But in my head, like that other category was so tiny, and you know, we, we were removed from that, like we were invincible from that, and so therefore it was fun and light, and and not even think. I mean, like it's just just one of those ways that you kind of deal with maybe that cognitive dissonance, like, well, I can justify that. I can explain that away. And it's like, no, like moms are working hard and there's so much that goes into the unrealistic standards and expectations that we put on moms these days, working moms, stay-at-home moms, all you know, all the moms, women in general, right? and and when we feel like we're not living up to that because we can't live up to that, well, here, here's this like thing that will, you know, make it all okay. And that is so not true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing too, right? It It's, it's perpetuating that story of this is a reward and this is what I need to do this really hard job of parenting better. The other thing, the other, I'm just thinking on the fly here that the other way that it really comes in right too is, is perpetuating i've said perpetuating 17 times i'm sorry the story that that we need it to celebrate like if i just think of there if you go and try to buy a greeting card i'm sure it's the same in the us like for mother's day or your mom's birthday or anything like that over half probably of the like greeting cards have bottles on them i remember last either last mother's day or the mother's day before someone tagged me in builda bear had, this is, like, the bear that you should get your mom for Mother's Day. And it was, like, a glass of wine in one hand and the bottle in the other. And she had, like, an eye mask on. And it was just, like, that's so sad. It's, it's, yeah, it is. And, I like, I can think back to that movie. I, the,
1: the reason why it probably is because we went to, remember the movie Bad, M- Bad Moms? So, you know, we went to some, like, pre-screening, whatever, where you could, Buy your wine. I well, I remember when all of a sudden movie theaters started selling alcohol. Yeah, and I was like, I was oh I was
0: so excited about that.
1: <laughs> I I was too. I was like, oh my gosh, now I can get through some of the kid movies with. Hey, we'll go to movies more often. Got my glass of wine, but I mean, even just like a movie like Bad Moms or this, you know, this idea that we deserve a night out to let our hair down and you know, do things that maybe we wouldn't normally do. Like I can think of multiple of those nights that I had when I was stuck in the overdrinking cycle. And like there's one night in particular, like I can think of that I absolutely said things that were inappropriate that I would not have shared. I mean, I would, not, yeah, I would not have said, had I not been drinking excessive amounts of wine? Like there, <laughs> yeah, and and that, And that's the, that's the sad, like the sad thing about, about it for me is that like, no, we don't deserve, like deserve a night out to let our hair down and go wild and say things that we regret or bring us shame or keep us from, you know, being aligned with like our, you know, our real selves. Like I just, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking how it's taken on. I, when I was looking at, I wanted to know kind of how, like these props are everywhere, right? Like these. Messages on glasses and baby onesies and tea towels and all that kind of stuff. So I was I was researching it for this episode. And this Good Housekeeping article said that there are 67,000 items on Etsy for wine moms. 67,000. 67,000 for wine moms. Babe. And 25 – and then, like, compare – so what does that compare to even? Like, 25,000 for, like – dads, I don't know, beer dads, whatever, whatever the category for dads is, 67,000 items. And that's just, you know, I I think about too, like hearing this marketing exec talking about how when I was in training to become a coach and she was talking about how when wine coolers were invented in the nineties, she was in this like marketing team and she sat around this board, you know, boardroom conference table and they were talking about like, okay, like who's our next segment to target? Okay. Well, if we want teens to drink, we need to make the alcohol taste good because they're not going to drink it if it doesn't taste good. I've probably shared this on another episode. And, and so that was the, that was the advent of, of wine coolers and, you know, Similarly, thinking so, I have this like picture of my in my head now of like them sitting around, a, you know, in a conference room around a boardroom table, saying, "Okay, like we need to target moms are our opportunity here, and how are we going to do that? Well, if we sell it as wine, that's that's classy. That's a classy way to do it, right? And I think that's something for for sure for me that played into my you know justifying what I was doing was. But it's wine. It's not like I'm, you know, pounding vodka from a water bottle at the PTO meeting. It's I'm drinking wine at the end of the day. End, the, end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And like, yeah. And then the other thing too, which I mean, I don't know, the fact that all the the people in that boardroom are men and are not moms. I mean, that's not a true fact, right? I'm sure there are some women involved somewhere, but the majority of CEOs in America are men. They are not moms. And so the fact that those, these, this messaging is getting to us from the top down from people that don't know what the job is like and just wants to want to perpetuate, you know, us I've said perpetuate again, staying (laughs) us staying in this cycle It's just – it is also really, really, you know, infuriating. But then you also have, in addition to all of that, all these, like, influencers and, like, meme accounts. There was one that I saw the other day, and it was a mom, and she was all, like, beautifully dressed with, like, her cute dress on and her pearls. And she was – she, like, goes to leave the house, and she says to the kids, just going out for one drink with the girls, you know, be back soon – and then it pans to her looking at the camera and it says something to the effect of like it was never gonna be one drink. Mommy came home like at two am blah blah. La. And like I mean, hundreds of thousands of comments saying it is funny, saying it is funny. And if you break it down, it's like, what if the what if the meme or the whatever the joke that this this gal had like de- said was just going out for one line of cocaine? Or just going out for one—I don't know how you do heroin, but one whatever of heroin. You know what I mean? Let hit. Okay, <laughs> meat Maybe i no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like hit sounds good. Yeah, but you're yeah, right. One hit yes. of heroin. Yeah. No, it's just like no, and it shows the conditioning and where we are. And when I see things like that, I just get so frustrated because I was that mom. I was that mom that looked really cute, like if I do say so myself, going out going out for one really put together, I should say, and and literally would say to the, my kids and husband, like, I'm going out for one drink. I'll be back to put you to bed. And, you know, fast forward to the next morning when I still had my mascara on <laughs> and, and, and all the other makeup. So it's just, it's not funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking about like in my world too, like, and then getting home and then saying that prayer of thanks for getting home safe, you know, getting home safely. I think we've talked about that before too, where like the reality of what, you know, like the reality of kind of how dangerous it was also to be that wild and free, wild and free air quotes again. I just, yeah, it's it breaks my heart and it's also a place where I feel like even if this isn't your story if you're not someone that's a part of this you know there's a kind of a responsibility I think that that we all could join in taking on and and not perpetuating huh now how many times have we said that in the whole episode yeah and not not playing and not playing into that and I think I think that's yeah I think that's where we're headed, right? Like I think that the awareness of what this looks like and the more people who are willing to have the hard conversations around it, I think that's the where we're headed.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about why this is sad and I think scary for the kids because that's also a big part I, for me that really why this topic enrages me is because I didn't, when I was like in my drinking day, like you know, drinking out of all these glasses that you've shown, and and li- liking all the things and thinking it was hilarious, like I definitely didn't appreciate. Yep, mommy, mommy's the peacock. Yep, yeah, I didn't, I didn't appreciate, nor did I think about, to be fair, like what this message was actually saying to the kids, right? It is saying to the kids that they are such hard work that I need to take something to dull myself down, numb myself out, and basically alter my state of consciousness in order to deal with them because they're such hard work. Yeah, it's, I
1: mean, that's exactly right. We, we need this thing, this thing that takes up a lot of space in our lives, like as they're, they're seeing, I mean, they're not oblivious to it. Right. And it's the thing that I need in order to survive being around you like that. Oh my gosh. Like, Oh, I can offer old needs so much grace and compassion for, you know, not knowing what she didn't know. And those messages that I was sending with my, you know, innocent again air quotes innocent participation in this mommy wine culture and I can also see how sad it was for my children and I can see how sad it was for wine need at the time who really was just looking for some relief for connection like the reason why wine is sold for moms you know as this Amazing elixir. It's it's to connect. The reason why it catches on social media and everywhere else is because it's you know they're using humor to connect you in a way, and we're all looking for that connection at at that core level. And that's it. Just it it literally breaks breaks my heart to think about what that did. You know?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Me too. And like I think we should just stop for a second and say like. We're, like any listener that feels like judged by us right now, please don't feel that way because this is not coming from a place of judgment. Because this is where we were too. I think it's just once you once you realize that it's all around you, and you walk through your local Target, you know, or open up your Instagram, it's just you, you know. You, you become aware of it. And of course, like as we've talked about, that's the first step in changing, right? Is stepping into this awareness, but it's really is not, we're not saying this to judge anybody and we're not judging anybody that's drinking wine anyways. We just want to tell you what we're, you know, what how we've kind of come through it and are dealing with it now. And in the hopes that we do shed light to, you know, if you're going to sit there and consider liking or sharing or whatever the meme or buying the thing, like, What is it, you know, is that really helping the receiver of the gift or the tagger of the post or whatever? Is it really, you know, is that really the message to send, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what's that desire under the desire is what something I, I always like to say, like on the surface, it's like by me posting this, the desire is to make somebody laugh or to make somebody, you know, smile or, but like you you take it a step further. We've talked about this on other episodes too. And you look at like what's underneath that. Like it's, it's a bid for connection. It's an opportunity to connect with somebody. And so if we look at, you know, like on the craving episode, you know, it's like, it's, it was never about the alcohol. Like it's what's about underneath that. Like what is the need? And so the opportunity the reason why we're having these conversations and the the reason why like for sure this is not a criticism of anybody who participate like like literally y'all I was (laughs) she has all the
0: things
1: (laughs) I have all the things I was the loudest and proudest when it came to you know being a being attached to this movement or this culture like whatever you want to call it but um but also you know, it in offering that grace and compassion to where I was and then bringing that awareness now and having that awareness, being able to look at it is where we have that opportunity. And so being able to go, okay, like, why am I, what is my motivation behind sending this
0: meme or, or is it GIF or JIF? I never know.
1: But I don't we, know either. Can we settle that? Like, is it JIF or GIF? GIF?
0: I don't know, babe. Giffy, oh, y hey. <laughs> I do don't know. <laughs> I think i say i think I say gif do
1: i i don't know I have no, no idea. idea i'm not using that word regularly enough i guess to really know but like what is your motivation in sending it just get curious about that i mean if you want to you don't have to but that might be a place that helps lend itself towards like uncovering what the the deeper need is and maybe it is like I need people that understand where I am right now and i like when I went back to work after being after being an accidental stay-at-home mom, and then when my youngest went off to school, this is part of my story, I won't go into too much of the detail here, but I literally had this idea that like, I mean, I could just be all the things for all, like it was just going to be this smooth transition and, you know, boss, babe, I'll be killing it on all the things. And, um, and that was like the hardest time, you know, and I, and I can see where what, what I could have benefited from was someone who said, hey, like, first of all, you don't have to pretend like you have it all together. I'm in this too. And let's, you know, like it takes a village, right? And so the more we're willing to be vulnerable and like asking for help and what do we we need? And that's something I never would have, I never asked for help. I never, I never even knew what I needed. And so, yeah, it's, it's again, like using that curiosity and bringing awareness to it and, and and asking, like, what, what do I need and what am I really looking for? And maybe that's just an opportunity for exploration for folks.
0: I love that so much. I love it so, so much. The other thing that I find so interesting about this topic is that, listen, I don't know where we are in the bell curve of, like, you know, people finally getting hip to the knowledge that this stuff is really not great for us. But I think if you look back, like, when – When did it become okay to rock up to your kid's soccer game, football, over here in the UK, baseball, with like a a wine tumbler or like, you know, a Yeti situation saying like mom juice and having wine in there? Because like I think like in my parents, you know, day and age, previous generations, if you had a mom that rocked up with a cooler of wine in their hand that would have been considered like really not okay right but now you do you go to i go to my kids baseball game and just because it's a saturday everyone's sitting around there drinking out of a cooler and so it goes to show how far we've come like the pendulum has swung so far the other way to normalize this because of the moms like driving kind of the train of this messaging I mean, I'm hoping we're going the other way, where now it's like, okay, you see someone like with this one of these things, and it's not very funny anymore because everybody. I mean, I mean, we're not even going to go here on this episode, but the amount of women that are getting breast cancer, even in my circle and my my extenuating circles, it's just like so scary. We don't have to talk about that right now, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, totally. And you're
1: yeah, you're exactly right. And it's. I mean, it's like wine has become the common language that moms use to, you know, to hang out, to connect with each other. It's like, it's the common denominator. It's the thing that automatically, you know, links somebody. So instead of maybe in the past, it was like, oh, we're like both here at our kids, like soccer game together. And, you know, I have three kids, you have three kids. Oh, okay. Like, striking up conversation, like the fact that we have our, you know, mommy juice and our tumblers, like that is, it's, it's our, it's our common language. It it connects us, it bonds us, and it doesn't have to be like that. So like to answer your question, I don't know the answer. (laughs) We don't have answers, just lots of questions. But like, I think at some point it, it became the preferred method to having, instead of having to be like vulnerable and social, maybe that's where, you know, with social media and our digital technology, I think that is, you know, definitely plays a part in it. Yeah. It, we don't know how to connect anymore. We don't know how to be vulnerable and, and it's okay. Like, that, we don't know that, but but using wine, you know, maybe, maybe isn't the best idea. Maybe, you know, like whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you said that, I just remembered we were in one of the times we were in Florida seeing my in-laws. We were at some like, uh, I don't know, water park. And I was sitting on the sidelines watching the kids do the things. And a mom sat down next to me and we struck up a conversation. We had kids the same age and she goes into her like purse and she's like, would you like White Claw? And I was like, oh, no, thank you. But it was just like, so you're so right. It was it's so just the thing that I don't know. It's the common language. It's the thing that connects us. Like why? Of course. And you know, three years ago, of course I would have said yes. And let me go to the bar next and get you one. You know, it's just the way that we bond, the way that we connect. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. And I was thinking about too, I don't even want to say the name of this wine company on here. Don't do it then. I'm I'm not. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm going to be a (laughs) rebel and not, but there is this wine company that I was introduced to that, you know, you sell this clean air quotes again. Oh my gosh. Let's get a tally for perpetuate. How many times you've used perpetuate and air quotes today, this, this company that sells clean wine. I can't,
0: don't get me started. Don't get me
1: started. This has to to be a whole another episode, but yes, go. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was introduced to it and the appeal for me was like, there's like, you get no, no hangover. And, and I, and I bought into this and I was like, oh my gosh, brilliant. And yes, I will like share this with my friends and let them buy under me and, you know, sell it, so to speak. And, and in, you know, more recent times I've seen other reps for this company out in my community doing these events, like these mindfulness events and having this as part of that, but like it's clean wine. Anyway, all that to say the very first time I had like consciousness of knowledge of having drunk an entire bottle of wine by my, like to myself was because of this, this wine that I took to a party at a, like at a restaurant and I had brought, I brought my own because I wanted to drink this clean wine. I didn't want to have a hangover. And so I was the only one drinking it and they, you know, kept it to the side for me. And within a couple hours, you know, I'm realizing that the bottle is empty and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just drank that entire bottle of wine to myself. And that was my first, like, real, I'd kind of forgotten all this realization that, wow. And I don't feel that, you know, I don't feel that gone. Like I'm still kind of talk in the next day. I didn't feel that bad. You know, I guess there were less soul fights, fates, whatever that, you know, contribute to all that hangover stuff. But but also, I mean, I, I I'd had a whole bottle of wine to myself. It was easier when I was out with girlfriends and we weren't really counting or we were sharing bottles. This was a big one for me and and I continued to drink after that. And it's like, wow, that that's a slippery slope when we're when we're drinking clean wine that now doesn't even make us feel bad, And I can now think about how, like that for sure also perpetuated my like, you know over drinking at that time and how it accelerated because of that.
0: Yeah, though, the clean wine thing makes me so, so angry because it doesn't matter. And I, I just Cameron Diaz has a, a line of clean, quote unquote, quote unquote, air quotes, clean wine. And you know, it is, it's all about this, that's low sugar. There's less sulfate sulfites, whatever it is. It's organic. And then, you know, they slap things like gluten free and vegan in, on there for fun and all this other baloney and it's like you can't have clean wine because wine has ethanol and, and ethanol is the bad stuff right like it makes actually no sense it's like literally if you had poison soup <laughs> and you said but it's sugar free and it doesn't have it's organic like it, it just it just doesn't make any sense but again it's it's perpetuated again here we go on on women and moms as like your hangover will be a lot less. So therefore it's not dangerous. And then this is where I get really riled up because that's a big fat lie. Because there is still all the things that cause the cancer and cause the problems with all the health things that we won't get into in that bottle. So it's just a big fat lie. It's a big fat lie. There's no such thing as clean wine. If you see clean wine, it's a lie because wines and alcohol still has, ethanol in it (laughs) it's ridiculous it cannot be clean
1: if it has the substance the same chemical substance that goes into our gas tank to run our cars like it cannot be quote-unquote clean and that's and that like I'm I mean I'm I kind of had forgotten literally until now about my time with this company with the clean wines and how that also meant that I could drink more and so to speak like drink more and oh my gosh like I'm I'm just ugh, it's it's and how it was like hey moms come over to my house and I'm gonna serve you this and we can connect over this wine and I'm gonna sell this to you and we both get to like make money off of this thing too oh my gosh it's it's brilliant oh my we were gosh was this an,
0: wait was this an MLM situation this wine yeah oh my gosh that's like double bad I know
1: <laughs> I know which is why oh my gosh like pyramid scheme <laughs> <laughs> like what could be worse Though, those two things separately yeah. are bad enough but the combination I know and I'm and I'm literally thinking about this as like how could I have forgotten about all that well because now you know having come to the like come to and seeing how bad that that was and how I was so duped, and oh my gosh, like sucker written across my forehead. And, and babe, I did it. I was it's was fine. I was there too. <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's what we're up against, you know. They they know that, and oh my gosh, crazy crazy. I would get yeah. I would have to go to this. I would have to go to the FedEx store to pick up because you can't unless you're home to sign for the delivery. You have to, so I they would ship it to FedEx and I would have to go to the store and go pick it up and I'd have to have somebody carry the big old case of wine to my car for me because it was heavy. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. Well, that was like 20, that was in 2019 when, I mean, literally I was just in survival, but that absolutely contributed to my over drinking cycle and the acceleration of that. So, oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: There is actually a company that started like relatively recently in the last couple of years called like Mom Juice or Mom something. Oh my gosh. Now I really want to find it on my Instagram, but I don't want to take the time. But it's literally, and it's in cans and it's like, it's marketed as like clean, low calorie wine. And it's called like Mom Juice or something. And it's just like, I mean, the blatant banana-ness, that's not a word, but you know what I mean? It's just, I'm looking for it.
1: But also, like, when we're, like, I know me in that state, I wasn't, I was in survival. I wasn't super, I wasn't questioning things. I wasn't curious. I wasn't paying attention. I was just literally, like, put my head down, grind it out, like, wait, you know, make it to the weekends, make it till five o'clock. So we're, like, the perfect targets for this average you know false advertising because we're we're
0: not paying we're not paying attention you know yeah i found it it? so it's yeah it's called mom water okay the tagline it's just fruit water with a little vodka zero bubbles zero sugar zero carbs gluten-free all natural 4.5 percent alcohol like it's vodka in a pretty can is what it is and they called it mom water Wow. Hmm. Yeah. And the and and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The the cans are named like women's names, so it's like Julie, Susan, Carol, Nancy, Karen, like all like pretty. And put. Can you see that? Wow. Yeah. Y'all, like, we're getting played. I
1: mean, right? Like, we're getting played by people that are making massive amounts of money off of our naivety and like blinders having the blinders on I I got played like I got played and it's okay because like I know now but like oh my gosh that just and it's something that by the way it makes us more you know alcohol makes us more anxious and it makes us dumber I think we've talked about this on another episode like it literally shrinks regular use of alcohol regular you know Drinking of it shrinks your brain, the size of our gray matter. It makes us more anxious. It makes us dumber, which momming is hard. And children do, like, it does take all the patience in the world sometimes for me to be around my children. And when I'm more anxious and I'm dumber, listen, my patience is not going to be there for my children at all. My patience isn't going to be there for anybody. And so, how are we, you know, working against ourselves, right? Like, I don't think any mom says, I don't want to be patient with my kids. Every mom wants to have patience with their children. I mean, I would guess, right? But we're using something that's making us more anxious and dumber that's playing against that, our ability to be patient with our kids.
0: Like, oh my gosh, who knew? It's literally the ultimate act of self-sabotage. It really is. It's the ultimate act of self-sabotage. It's, yeah. And when I think about like all those nights that I just would rather be drinking, you know, hashtag mommy wine juice than actually spending real time with them. I mean, it's, again, it's just the, it's the ultimate act of sabotage of, of actual, actually being a good mom. I have this
1: tactic that I like to share with my clients. It's called the Crawford. So my middle child um, is from like a young age, like just super curious, always talking like he's just, I mean, just he's an awesome kid, but but when we had just moved out to the area that we live in now, and I was having to drive forty-five minutes to take him to kindergarten every day, and so I had the the baby and the you know cart, and we had to drive in Atlanta traffic, and I had to get him forty-five minutes to school every morning, at like eight o'clock in the morning, and he would just the whole way just talk, talk. At five years old, talk, talk questions and mom, like the tree and the Christmas and the ball, like so much curiosity, so much wonder, so beautiful. Like I can look back on that and be like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. But here was me driving like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to survive this. Like, I don't know, buddy. Like stop. Like, I don't know, buddy. Like, like literally like stop asking the questions. I just want to turn up my music, drink my coffee and make it to five o'clock for my wine. Or there were mornings that. You know, maybe I wasn't feeling great because I'd had the wine. I mean, I, there were mornings that I definitely didn't feel great more so than others. But but I think about how much patience I lacked, that that, that irritability I had. And it absolutely was perpetuated by that kind of nightly wine cycle. And, and it didn't make me appreciate like how amazing it was he was asking questions. But now I use it with clients. It's like, be like Crawford. Ask questions about every, like, be curious. Ask all the questions. Observe things. Like, observe your relationship to alcohol. Observe, you know, your thoughts. All of that. And so, yeah, it, it, you, can take, you can take something that's really messy, too, and you can, you know, turn it into a little message, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I love that. Should we do our tiny Tina? Yes, we should. I've got one, so Do it, my girl. tiny, my tiny new action for you gals this week is just to not. It's really simple. Just don't like the meme. <laughs> don't like it. Don't share it. And it, and if you're really just gotten to the point where you're fed up, like we are, maybe unfollow these these accounts that are. This is their goal is to perpetuate this message. I'm not saying go unfollow all your friends. I'm saying. Don't, just don't perpetuate this message on other moms, you know, because I did it, me did it, and and we don't need to do that. What's yours? I okay, love honey. that,
1: Tina. That, you know, well, I was, I was thinking about this from the standpoint of, like, patience and how, like, you know, what is your LJP, your love? Where are you getting your love, joy, and peace? And I was thinking about how patience plays into that, and for me – How I see my attempt to get love, joy, and peace stem from the lies, the stories that I believed about how wine would help me get those things and how really it was absolutely getting in the way. And so I was just thinking from a standpoint of, you know, where, where are you getting your, we got this from Pastor David who was on our, you know, on our show. And I I love that he asked this, where are you getting your ljp love joy and peace and for me for a long time i thought it was in wine and participating in that kind of you know mommy wine culture and so maybe that's a place of exploration for people
0: yeah i love that because honestly and we talked about this and i think in our 10 favorite things episode you know the thing that really does bring me L and J and sometimes P <laughs> is my kids, you know, is my kids. And they were not the source of, of joys. Like, like, of course they should have been. And it's so sad to admit that I'm like ashamed to admit that, but like, they were not my, my source of joy, you know, like wine was my source of joy. And so that's such a good one because our kids like are, you know, they really are, I don't want to say supposed to or should, cause I don't, I, you know, we don't like those words, but That's where we, you know, we should be getting our joy and and our love, maybe not our peace, but (laughs) from our kiddos. Yeah. And I
1: mean, the gift that the Lord gave us in giving us these little tiny humans to care for and to nurture and to help grow and love. Like, I mean, I can get all, I can get all sappy thinking about too, like, yeah, how, how there was time that was definitely missed out on but also it it's okay because you know yeah
0: yeah it's okay I love that yeah well guys thank you guys and gals just gals probably but thanks for listening and just to let you ladies know we're gonna start dropping very soon bonus content into the community and we're going to start just really engaging with all of you over there because we want to hear from you and we want to get to know you so if you haven't joined the but jesus drink wine community you can do that on our website there'll be a link in the show note and it's just like a literal like a banner literally right in the middle of our website and it says join our community and it's a private group off facebook because i don't not a big fan of facebook and neither is me that i don't think or no you are i don't know it doesn't matter but anyways it's off facebook and and yeah and we just want to get to know you and I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll take a picture
1: of my little props here that, you know, you were listening, yeah, listening to this and you couldn't see those. We'll post a picture of the props there in that community. And we'd love to see like, what are, what are those things that you, yeah, uh, you know, have, have had and yeah, love That's to see your prop.
0: That's such a, wait, I love that. So yeah, everybody, if you have leftover props like me to, to dusted come share them in the community send like post a post a picture in there so we can all we can all just be horrified together (laughs) (laughs) and we yeah yeah totally oh my gosh so good all right i'll see you next week yes bye (laughs) bye guys Thank you so much for joining us again this week. You can find all of our episodes at butjesusdrankwine.com and make sure you follow us over on the gram at lovelifesoberwithchristie and mead at I'm not sober, I'm free.
1: To learn more about what we do, you can visit our websites at meadhollandshirley.com and lovelifesober.com.
0: Take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with a friend or two.
1: And don't forget to subscribe so you don't have to worry about missing a single episode. And if you love what we're doing, please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify.
0: This helps more women who are feeling stuck and alone in the over-drinking cycle to find hope and encouragement.
1: Thanks, ladies. We so appreciate you. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.